We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now come with me over here to 1 Corinthians, the first chapter. Look at verse 27 and 28. But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. God has chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things that are mighty. And base things of the world and things which are despised hath God chosen. And things which are not to bring to naught things that are. Now you missed a good place to shout. God chose this method, folks. I didn't choose it until after God chose it. God chose the method of using things that are not manifest, spiritual forces that are not manifest on this earth to bring to naught and reduce to zero things that are manifest. So if you can see your problem, feel your problem, or taste your problem, you can take your faith and the Word of God and change your problem. Amen. You can reduce it to nothing with the Word of God in your faith. See, you can't see faith. The Bible says the world was framed by the Word of God. God's Word framed the world. It was not made out of things that you could see. You know, sometimes people say, well, God created the world out of nothing, but He didn't. He created it out of His faith, and God's faith is not nothing, it's something. <laughs> you know what He did? He applied this principle of calling things that are not. See, it was in operation in the beginning. When God looked out in the beginning and he saw darkness over the face of the deep, darkness was all over the earth and covered with water, he looked out there and said, Light! If it had been some folks I know there, they'd have grabbed him by the coattail and said, You can't say that, it's dark out there. <laughs> Wouldn't that have been a deal if God looked out there and said, Whoa, it's dark out there. I don't believe it'll ever get light. What did he do? He took the spiritual force of his faith, filled his words with that faith, used his words as carriers to transport his faith out there into the darkness and said, Light! And he changed the darkness to light. Amen. I mean, when the light was there, the darkness vanished. What did he do? He called for the thing that was not there. Can you see that? He called for the thing that was not there. Now, see, for years, I called for what was there. I called for the problem, talked the problem, ate the problem, slept the problem, woke up in the middle of the night, dreaming the problem. And I really had a problem. The problem ate holes in my stomach. But I got a hold of God's Word that you can have what you say, if you believe and doubt not in your heart. And I started saying, thank God I'm taking healing. I got to where every time I'd sneeze, I'd say, thank God I'm taking healing. You know, if I got a choice, I might as well take something that's good. Amen. Most people was taking the flu, and I was taking healing. One lady said to me, well, Brother Caps, I thought you was already healed. I said, I am, but I'm storing it up. <laughs> God chose this method of calling things that are not as though they were are things that are not manifest to reduce to zero things that are manifest. Now, that's God's method. You can't improve on God's method. Amen. You can try as you may, and you can make up your own rules as you go, but I'm going to tell you, you're going to fail if you don't go by God's method. Amen. You call for things that are not there. Now, let me show you 
what's happened in the faith teaching sometimes or the way people heard it. Sometimes we've left some things unsaid. And people got the idea that, well, now this calling things that are not. And faith is denying what exists. There's no power in denying what exists. You know, if you're sick, you're sick. Now, I don't go around confessing I'm sick because you're establishing the problem. But yet, you don't deny that sickness exists. I deny its right to exist in my body. And so I start calling my body well. Somebody said, how can you say you're well when you hurt? How can you say that you're healed when you hurt? It's easy. Just listen. Thank God I'm healed by the stripes of Jesus. <laughs> well, yeah, but if you hurt, how can you say you're healed? That's the very reason I'm saying it. Is because I'd hurt. I'm calling the thing that's not there. Why in the world would I want to call the thing that is there? Why would I want to call pain, 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 oh, pain, pain, pain? Dear God, got enough pain. Let's call some healing. Now, see, I'm not trying to convince you that I don't have any pain. If I'm saying, thank God I'm healed, my body's well, body, I'm calling you well in the name of Jesus. Somebody hear me saying that, they say, that old boy hasn't got a pain in his body. Well, I didn't lie to you. You just heard me calling things that are not. See, I'm calling for the desire. Why do you want to call for what's already there? See, you don't do that in anything else in life, do you? You don't call for things that are there. You call for the things that are not there. Now, why is it that we can be so wise in natural things and be so stupid when it comes to spiritual things sometimes. I can tell you why. The devil blinds the minds. When you get indoctrinated, you quit thinking. You better get indoctrinated and start thinking what God's Word says. See, we've been taught some things that are wrong. And then they didn't teach it to us because they wanted to teach it wrong. They just didn't know any better. And if you don't know any better, you can't teach any better. <laughs> See, some people believe something because their grandmother believed it that way, and her great-grandmother believed it that way, and her great-grandfather believed it that way. And they passed it right on down, and they just kept believing it that way and kept suffering the same thing. If you're ever going to change what you're having, you're going to have to change what you're doing. Hmm? Now, God's method is to call things that are not as though they were. You call for the thing that's not manifest. Now, somebody said, well, how do you do it in sickness or disease, see? Instead of sitting there saying, I'm not sick, I'm not sick. Now, see, if you could get healed by saying, I'm not sick. Say some fellow had emphysema. He said, I don't have emphysema, don't have emphysema. Thank God don't have emphysema. Now, see, he's not calling things that are not. He's calling things that are as though they're not. See, there's a difference. I'm going to say it again now. He's calling things that are as though they're not. He's not calling things that are not as though they were. There's a vast difference. Now, it sounds like the same thing until you write it down and look at it a while. See, he's denying what exists. If you could deny that you had emphysema and make it leave, you might die with an ingrowing toenail or some other stupid disease. 
So that's not the answer, is it? If the answer is not getting rid of what you got. The answer is getting well. Amen. See? Call healing and health. When you call the health into your body, where did the disease go? I don't know, and I don't care. As long as it's gone, right? So you call it. You call it. And I'll tell you where we make a mistake. We make a mistake when we go around and a pain hits you and you go three days wondering what I got. I wonder what I got. The first pain that hits you, say, stop that in the name of Jesus. I don't allow sickness, disease, and pain in this body. Now you come into line with the Word of God. Somebody said, you mean you talk to your body? You better believe I do. Well, I've been teaching sometimes. And I'd just be teaching along there, and all of a sudden I'd just slap and say, stop that in the name of Jesus. Just go on teaching. I never told them what I was doing. I imagine they thought, what in the world is he doing? But you better get on that stuff when you first hit you. Now you sit around there for three days wondering what you got, and the devil get his little flip chart out. And he'll find something you believe. You call things that are not as though they were. Now, the answer is not denying what exists. There's no power in denying what exists. The power is in calling for the thing that's not manifest. Go to the Word of God. See what God promised. Call for the thing you don't have. You don't have the healing call for it. Confess it. Speak it. Pray it. (laughs) Call it into existence. Now, when it comes into existence, it nullifies what exists. Now, I'm going to say this as many ways you get it. Let's say the pastor here decided he found the perfect car that he wanted. Now, if he could just sell his car for eight or $9,000, you know, he could buy this car exactly what he wanted. But he went to a seminar and he misunderstood the faith message. And he come back and he thought, glory to God, what I got to do? I'll pray and ask God to send me a buyer. And then I'll start confessing I don't have a car. See, he won't sell his car. So he starts confessing, thank God, don't have a car, don't have a car, don't have a car, don't have a car. Well, now, see, he does have a car, but he's calling things that are as though they're not. He's not calling things that are not as though they were. So he keeps on saying, thank God, don't have a car, don't have a car. Thank God I sold my car, don't have a car, don't have a car, don't have a car. He wakes up some morning, somebody stole his car. And he don't have a car. And he don't have the money for his car. And he's in worse shape than he was before he started. Amen. Are you getting this? Don't go about denying what you have. What's the answer? Go to the Word of God. He said, what's everything you desire when you pray? Believe you receive them. Pray for God to send somebody. Somebody wants that car worse than he wants to get rid of it. Then go out there and talk to that car and say, I'm calling you sold in the name of Jesus. Somebody said, yeah, but your car's not sold. I know it. That's the reason I'm calling it sold. <laughs> well, how in the world can you say it's sold when it's not sold? I'm not trying to convince you it's sold. I'm trying to convince the car it's sold. <laughs> I appreciate so much you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. I trust you've been blessed by the Word of God. Now, all of this week, our offer is CD offer number 7115, How to Pray Scripturally. A single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, total of $11. Now, Jesus, in Matthew, the sixth chapter, 
when he taught his disciples to pray, he said, Use not vain repetition as the heathen do. Now, you know, if you could just pray a thousand times the same prayer, and you could get it answered if you prayed it one thousand times, well, now, wouldn't that be a strange thing? When the Scripture says, Whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive it, and you shall have it. In other words, if you believe God, if you release your faith in the Word of God, you're fully persuaded of God's Word, then you only have to pray once concerning a petition of prayer, and you rest in faith that it's done. Now, so many people say, Well, I'll just keep on praying, keep on praying. Well, if you pray the same prayer the next morning, that proves you prayed in unbelief the morning before. Because if you believe you received when you prayed, you wouldn't pray that same prayer the next morning. Now, somebody said, well, yeah, but you know, the Bible teaches you just keep on knocking, keep on knocking the man that went for the bread at midnight. Well, the Scripture does not even say that the man knocked. He just stood there after he asked until the man got up and gave him some bread. Now, you know, so many people miss it when it comes to prayer because they've misunderstood the rules of the petition of prayer. That's CD offer number 7115, How to Pray Scripturally. A single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, total of $11. We have a toll-free order line. That's 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.